Welcome to the 30-year-old BoomerCast, your weekly comedy debate show. Uh, this is Rob. My name is Rob, and I am joined by Danny and Daniel J. Heiser and special guest, special guest Andre. Say hello to the... <laughs> thank you for having me rob i'm so glad to be here this is uh we're doing what are we doing we're doing we're doing we're comparing a modern classic album to a older classic album we're debating the classic led zeppelin 4 also known as just led zeppelin also known as untitled because that fucking album cover don't say shit on it yeah it's a picture of a of a man it's a painting of a man holding a carrying a bunch of sticks on his back and it's and it's it's attached to some pretty fucked up drywall some peeling some peeling paint iconic yeah, cover imagery then, in that image in the other is... uh corner of the ring i'm using that metaphor now we got another iconic album cover we got a thousand gex by 100 gex we got laura less and dylan brady standing in front of the gek tree which has become the new Abbey Road, the new uh, tourist attraction to take pictures. I, I don't with. think so. No. Oh yeah, it's blown up. It's bigger than Abbey Road at this point. Nobody is that like a tree it. in front of their high school or something? Wait, what's Abbey Road? Uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Classic Zoomer moment. <laughs> Wait, do you really not know what, uh, about Abbey Road? Oh my god! <laughs> you guys had... gotta learn. You guys gotta learn when the joke is coming. Oh, Paul's okay. dead because he doesn't have shoes on. That is Paul's <laughs> dead. When you have such a dumb take as one thousand gex is better than Led Zeppelin four, like you have to ask. It's like this. Every time I have to ask if you need pool floaties from now on. Uh, you know these albums—they're very different, but they're very similar at the same time. Are they? You got, you know, they, just they get her. <laughs> even if just comparing song titles, like on one hand, you got the Battle of Evermore, and then on the other hand, you have XXXI underscore would underscore never stop underscore you XXX. You know, so we're really talking about two sides of the same coin here. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, the, there's that, there's exactly that much to say about 1000 Gex. It does feel like a very apples to oranges comparison, and it I, when I when Daniel told me about it, it sounded more like just doing it for the hell of it. But there is, I think, some more similarities than I would have guessed. I had never listened to One Thousand Gex um, until yesterday, so I had never before gecked. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Bad. Well, once you geck, they get. That's how they geck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we, I will we, say. I, I listened to this album three times, um, and this is a thousand gecks. I've listened to Led Zeppelin for, you know, a, a bunch of times. Um, and I will say, you know, each of the three times, it has grown on me a little each time. Uh, the first, your first exposure to it, it's just fucking obnoxious. And there's there's no getting around that. It's like the first time you get high, but you don't know how to get high. Like, you don't know how to actually smoke, so you don't get high. And that's why people think you don't get high your first time smoking. It's 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 kind of like that, except uh, absolutely terrible for a thousand gex. Um, in that the first time you listen to it, like you 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 just want your head to explode, like you just want it to end. Um, and then your second time around, you can actually begin to like 
actually listen to it as an album and then it really takes you at least that third listen to get into a point where you can say like okay this is a song yeah i understand this to be honest that daniel recruited me kind of um he expected to be outnumbered uh on the anti-gex side and i'm probably not going to be as helpful as he would have liked <laughs> Hell yeah. because i actually <laughs> like the album it's pretty good oh, no I, I like it too like we're I am and in no way going to argue that a thousand gex is like objectively bad or that I don't like it. Um, I did actually make a note here that like I want to point out before we get into this that like I really appreciate this album as like art. So whatever comes up or whatever is said, like this is this is art. I'm not going to say it's not music. I'm not going to say it's not art. I'm not going to say like it doesn't deserve to be appreciated as those things. But man, you can't. You can't take this album and say, like, yep, this is better than Led Zeppelin 4. Like, you just, you know, like, you, you're you trying to, like, <laughs> you're trying to say that the sky isn't blue. And it's just like, well, I mean, like, do you have anything to back that up even? Of course. I've written uh, a thousand pages on this that I'm going to be reading from. My extensive notes that I've written on this one, topic. One page per geck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can do, like, our history with both these albums, because, uh, like, I imagine most of us heard Led Zeppelin four growing up at some point. And then I I heard A, a Thousand Gecks for the first time about a year ago, uh, and it hit me so much. I think I listened to it five times in a row uh, the first time I heard uh, it. I can't imagine listening to A Thousand Gecks for the first time and being like, you know what, I immediately need four more of these. But I'm not recording that. Oh, fuck you. That's very passive-aggressive, Craig. Mm -hmm. That's what you told me to do, motherfucker. You didn't say... Now recording. Okay, thank you, Craig. There Fucking we go. Asshole. Craig! Uh, what was I Craig, saying? Craig! Craig! <laughs> Every good show needs a ghost in the machine. Oh, I was saying, you know, I'm pretty, you know... Uh, I write for a music site. I write for SputnikMusic.com. I'm, I'm very well-versed in the, in the music and the genres. And all the genres, all the things that they're doing on the album, and uh, I'm uh, I'm you know I'm more in tune with this kind of thing than the average person. I think uh, nothing really shocks me anymore, if you know what I mean, music-wise. Uh, like I feel like this album is very much sort of like Captain Beefheart esque. Uh, that might have been a better <laughs> album to compare it to uh, Trout Mask, but. Whatever, you know. And then Led Zeppelin 4. Uh, Led Zeppelin is my dad's favorite band, so I heard a lot of Led Zeppelin growing up. Hell yeah. Uh, and your dad actually, like, your dad's cool. Yeah, my dad's pretty cool. He saw Led Zeppelin uh, on their final U.S. tour. He was lucky enough. Uh, my mom was not a big Led Zeppelin fan just because she had to hear it so much, you know. And she, she, she's not so into the uh, the more cock rock kind of stuff, the more manly. I mean, Led Zeppelin aren't like super manly. They're, you know, they sing about fucking plants and shit. But uh, anyway, what about you guys? How did you hear both these albums? Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I tried to show you 100 Gex and you stuck your nose up at it. Because I listened to it in 2019 when it came out. That and didn't I liked happen. It. There's no way that happened. Yes, it did. There's, it, it's, it's happened so many times, me and you, and I try to show you something, and you're like, this is stupid. And then no. six months later, you're like, 
Oh my god, this is so good. It finally clicked. This just happened with Donkey Kong Country. I've been telling you to play Donkey Kong Country <laughs> That's different because I had played Donkey Kong Country. I, I had to play it again to like it. But I don't... Show me the receipts. Where's the proof of this transaction? <laughs> I just I, I just rem, I just remember it. I just feel like I tried to show you under Grex. You're like, ew, this is... What is this? This noise. <laughs> I, there's no way I listened to it and didn't like it. I do remember, like people comparing it to like die antwerd and stuff like that which really turned me off i thought it was going to be like like a hip-hop kind of thing you know what i mean like white people hip-hop like ironic and i mean it does have some hip-hop influences i think yeah but i thought it was going to be like fatty go boom boom or whatever that but it, no it's not like the <laughs> i think the antwerd is an interesting comparison but n not in the same vein uh but yeah i listened to 100 gex when it came out and i liked it a lot it was definitely contender for album the album of the year that year um it's a it's such a great intro to just that whole genre of hyper pop because uh, it's short it's sweet it's very catchy and it's kind of like a gateway drug to other artists like that you know like dorian electra clarence clarity uh you know let's go on but uh, as charlie for led zeppelin XCX. yeah charlie all that shit uh I don't know. My dad isn't like super and like my dad always listened to like heavy metal. You know that my my dad and my brother were more into metal at the time. Like my dad likes, like he likes dad rock. Like I know he likes ACDC. I don't, but I didn't really listen to Led Zeppelin when I was a kid, or much dad rock at all. Does he so like Pantera? Most, yeah, he likes Pantera. Yeah, because they, <laughs> they're from Louisiana. Uh. Well, Phil, Phil and Sel Selmo is yeah. he's from, and then Dimebag is from Texas, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And Vinny, um, hence the Cowboys from hell. Yeah, but my dad likes corn. You know, he likes shit like that. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> at his age, like corn clicked for him. Yeah, what well, he? My brother got this corn live DVD, and we were jamming out to it on Christmas when I visited. <laughs> <laughs> We we're just all sitting there listening to corn. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah, that's what I grew up with. I was more onto the metal side of stuff. You know, my favorite band growing up was System of a Down. So I have more. I'm more in tune with that side of it. Not much, so much dad rock. So a lot of dad rock is just completely over my head. So, but I listened to Led Zeppelin IV. This is my first time listening to it. It's oh, pretty damn. good. I like it. Uh. I mean, I've heard Stairway to Heaven before. I remember... You've probably heard all of Led Zeppelin Yeah, probably. Before, just, just, you know, just like through osmosis. But I've never sat down and like listened to the album. Uh, I remember uh, if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, it has like satanic messages. People were like freaked out about that. Remember when that was a thing? People would do bask backmasking shit and be like, oh my god. The satanic messages in the music. If you play it backwards, it's like, you are gay. <laughs> I love Satan. <laughs> I love shit like that. But, uh, you yeah. can't, you, you don't get any Satan, you know, any Satan, really, if you play Gex backwards. There's nothing. I mean, have you tried? Yeah, actually. I what if it's, like, what if it's like Veggie Tales, like, back, if you play Hunter Gex backwards, it's a bunch of, uh, christian messages <laughs> we love jesus no. that'd be the real deep cut um i guess i mean that's gonna leave me then so obviously i have not heard a thousand gex up until now um but led zeppelin is 
I did this episode like originally started as dad rock versus whatever it was we were going to do. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in, in that mindset in general before it evolved into more specifically Gex versus uh, uh, n- number four. Um, that being said, like, I, I mean, I really like dad rock. You would call it dad rock, but like, I got into it because it was good music, I suppose. I just, I had, a, a, I think my musical tastes were really kind of shaped in like, uh, junior high when I, I got like a shitty MP3 player, but I was able to download, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, but I somehow downloaded like my dad's entire music collection. Cause he had a, he had an MP3 collection and everything. Um, back when like having a bunch of MP3s was like, oh, cool, I can download these and listen to these on my MP3 player. Um, so I managed to get all of those and just listening through them and, you know, what, what do I like best on here? Like, I was exposed to a bunch of different stuff, comedy albums, lots of rock and stuff, but my dad's really into, like, Enya and just, like, anything and everything. Um, so kind of of that very wide selection of stuff I had to choose from, uh, I kind of, like, really dug Queen. I got really into Queen. And that's kind of like shaped my musical tastes since, you know, like the biggest bands, my favorite bands were electric guitar fucking shredding or even acoustic guitar shredding fucking rock and roll kick ass shit. But I I, kind of fell into it because like, oh, this is good music. This is this is fun to listen to. This sounds good. These, These are good sounds. These are good whatever it is. Um, Led Zeppelin in particular, I actually got a CD from my, my dad's collection. I was like, what are, what are like some CDs I should have in my car? I should have like a variety of things in my car back when, you know, cars had CD players. Um, and one of them that I grabbed was a a two disc thing was Led Zeppelin's early days and their later days on two different discs. So it's like, oh, for, you know, for having one disc case in my car, I can have two albums, basically two albums worth of, you know, this famous classic rock band. Um, so high school was like my Led Zeppelin time where it was just, you know, I'm 16. I just got a car. I'm driving myself to school every morning. I'm fucking driving people around at lunchtime. We're going down to McDonald's, getting some fries, heading back to school before lunch ends and, uh, peeling out of the parking lot after school, blasting some, some fucking black dog, man. Um, you were like the, the 30 year old boomer character, like in his car with the monster (laughs) and he's like oh no here comes daniel everybody loved it he's blaring like here i am rock you like a hurricane as he pulls into school at like like seven in the morning oh no i was i was always late okay well (laughs) didn't your didn't your car at the time wasn't the cd player in the fucking trunk yeah, it was a it was a six CD changer. Like what, but they what were kind of fucking moron designed that? It's like, oh, I want to change CDs. Guess I'll pull over. Well, that's Maybe why it's a six CD. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so but like, two of them. And you live with them. That's worse like, than having one and then just having your CD booklet like next to you. You know, I'd rather be able to just change it out on the fly than like have to choose six ahead of time. Yeah, well, I didn't design the nineteen ninety nine Ford Taurus. Sadly. You should have. Yeah, like I, I well, you know, it's like blew would, up. <laughs> um, yeah, the the engine exploded a little bit, but that has. <laughs> what I'm getting at is CD changer. More car, yeah, yeah nothing to, to do with the CD changer, and more cars should be like the 1999 Ford Taurus because it's actually a very ergonomic and like well designed car. 
until um, it blew up. Yeah, well, that was that was my fault. I was working on a campaign, and I just I was so busy with that, I didn't have time to change my oil. And then <laughs> I was pushing it really fucking hard for the campaign. I just wrote it into the ground, um, and then it exploded. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I, I was literally going to get a tire change and an oil change the next day. So it was Fuck. just it was. It was like this existential fuck you, and it, it fucked up my life. It changed my life, and it was just like, man, if I, if I had another 24 hours. Um, I mean, honestly, I don't think the oil change would have saved that much. <laughs> I might have bought you like an extra week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really did just like, run it into the ground and then not have any time during that whole ordeal to like, hey, I'm going to take a day off and take a couple hours to... Get an oil change. It's just like I hell mean, you no. You can just go to Jiffy to Lube. Um, I mean, I was literally sleeping in the office at that point, so it was. Yeah. I was just in that mode where, like, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about like, all right, you know, I need to get this oil change. I need to like interrupt the campaign plans in order to, and like the last days of a campaign. That's just what it is. It's just you're living out of the office, and if you're not, like, you're you're probably doing something wrong. Yeah, I think we've and... all been there with cars. Uh, none of us are really car people. Yeah, I, I mean, I learned a lot from it. This other one, I, you know, now I've got... Oh, it doesn't matter what I'm driving now. That's not what we're talking about. But, um, yeah, so just like... And driving up to uh, up to Sacramento, just driving 500 miles to go up to school, you know, every time school started or summer break or whatever it is, like, th that'll be probably my first point going into this is like, okay, that's my history with it, yeah. Um, you know, with Led Zeppelin and whatnot, but... Man, driving 500 miles, doing like an eight-hour road trip, uh, Led Zeppelin was always there for me, including, you know, songs from Led Zeppelin 4. Uh, and so it's like, what are you going to play to take care of you for eight hours? Are you, like, I can't imagine listening to most of A Thousand Gex while driving and, like, getting into any sort of groove. Um oh, yeah. Some of these you can groove to, some of them you can't, and in particular, some of them, like, you start grooving to, and then they pull out the rug from under you, and they're like, fuck you, you thought this was going to be a good song, well, here's a fucking, here's a bunch of sound effects, eat shit, and then... Yeah, I mean, you're driving, and then all of a sudden, it's like, this man needs help, immediately. <laughs> like, I well, have I don't to do like something. Help. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I need help immediately is usually skipped. If I'm driving, right? And I'm being <laughs> honest, that, that's it's that, like that was one of my favorites. That's fucking hilarious, man. I love. I it. mean, there's it's only awesome. like there's only two songs on the album that's that are more like kind of art, arty wall of art. Well, yeah, there, there's I need help immediately, and then there's Gek Gek Gek, which starts yeah. off as like a weird interlude, but then it like transitions into a more like normal song, kind of. But then it just sort of ends. Yeah, yeah but... that was, I mean, that's that's kind of a point that I'm getting to, too, is, like, going on top of that, um, Led Zeppelin, I don't know, it, it's it's good that you can drive to it, and you can groove to it, and if you're driving, you know, you're the only one on the road going north up to five, and you're trying to make a 500-mile trip, and fucking Black Dog comes on, and you just floor it down the five, like that, <laughs> like, that's that's mega dope. And like you're, I don't know, you wouldn't be doing that to a thousand gex. I and would. I, I yeah. stupid horse comes on. Yeah, the, dude. All the windows are down, buddy. Uh, stupid horse would be a pretty good one. <laughs> I'm, but then I'm, stupid I'm, horse I'm, ends, and then what do you I'm do after stupid horse ends? That was the one I thought she would like. Daniel, stupid that horse. one because feel this influence. Yeah, you play it again. Song. I don't know. 
Oh, so yeah. you played the song on repeat instead of listening to the other songs on the album. Dude, the, the way like Dad Rock hits you, like where it's you're like, yeah, motherfucker, here we go. Like it just that just like doesn't happen for me. Like if <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, I agree. Like I would want something a bit heavier for that sort of feeling, like some death metal, like some death or like immolation or, or maybe even like that- Pantera. Pantera is really good driving music. But yeah, well, like, I feel like you were more positive on it previously. Have you soured on it, or have you just never liked dad rock, classic rock? Uh, I've definitely liked it less and less every year of my life. Uh, I think I just, I kind of just got sick of it because I listened to a lot of it in my early life, uh, and I'm just not like a nostalgia kind of person. Like, I don't really care that I liked something when I was a kid. If anything, it's like, oh, I'm done with that, you know. Fair. I can be anti-nostalgia at times. And I, I got um, so into like following new music and I, I write for a music site and I was listening to like 150 albums a year, like new albums. It's just like I just fell out of like listening to old stuff for a long time. That's fair. And I don't know. Yeah, my just... experience. I'll go ahead. Oh, you go <laughs> ahead. I'm done. Uh, my experience with Led Zeppelin was very similar to Daniel's. Um, found a the early days, later days. That's how I listened to most classic rock was CDs, um, like just best of collections. So I didn't listen to specific albums, or I rarely did. Um, well, so I got like, cool a about, lot of the greatest hits. What, what's cool about Led Zeppelin, though, and one of the points I have here as well, is like you listen to, yeah, say early days, later days, which is probably a, an excellent way. Like if you wanted to have one Led Zeppelin thing, that I think that album would be the way to do it. Yeah, the great um, introductions. Uh, but like, what I really like about Led Zeppelin is that everything, every song has a lot of substance to it, and not in a Star Wars prequel sort of way where they're just like shoving it full of shit, but in a very like artistic, technically proficient. Every note is exactly where it's supposed to be, and it all comes together that really gives you something substantive to like really think about and consider. Um, and every single song is like that. Even their non-famous, non-greatest hit songs, they all have great guitar work. They're all very well done. They're all very, you know, very well considered. Any of their songs, even if not a greatest hit, like are still pretty damn good songs. Um, even if we're going to compare, you know, specifically Led Zeppelin Four to A Thousand Gex, the low point of A Thousand Gex is much lower than any low point in Led Zeppelin Four. Wrong. Wrong. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm glad. I'm glad you just said wrong. We're we're already just... we're already mixing it up. Um. Yeah. Uh, Daniel kind of asked me to come on because he he wanted uh, some backup for for Led Zeppelin, and I'll I'll hold out. I'll hold I'll hold reservations on which one I'm going to vote for. Uh, I'll keep you in suspense. Not backup. But, uh... Not backup. <laughs> but in particular, la- fucking last episode with goddamn movie theaters. It's just three people who are just like, all right, there's okay. three on this side, one hey, on that side. I like and jo- I, end, I joined your side for a little bit because your points were so bad. I had to like throw out more like technical <laughs> points. Like you no. lo- you just straight up lost that one. 
We had, no. to, we had to work. There was it. no judge there, which is why I wanted a judge here. You were just like, you can't be just three on one and then just say, well, there's three of us, so I guess we win. When you see big dumb action movie where man punch robot gotta see in theater with people and people clap. Yay, no, I specifically robot. said, I specifically said oh, that it was good for like road show. One type Tarantino thing. movie that's like his worst movie. You gotta see that one in the theater. Bob had to cut his face just to get the blood going. I would, I would fucking rather see Tarantino in theater. And then, you know what? Even in the episode, I was just listening to the episode again, and you guys are like, yeah, you know, for something like a Tarantino roadshow, you'd want to go. And it's exactly the point I'm making. There are certain experiences you'd get in a movie theater in person that you just wouldn't get at home. Yeah. And then you just say, no, fuck that. So yeah, I'll look up a, a, you, I'll look up a YouTube video of some guy wanna, at the roadshow. I'll live through party. him. <laughs> We're, we're not talking about that anymore, bro. We're talking about how rock and roll. Fucking what Daniel, what what Daniel's trying to say is that it's hard for him to look down and read the subs and pay attention <laughs> at the anime that's happening. Can you imagine trying to read subtitles for a thousand days? I read I mean, the lyrics. The, funny the lyrics are are pretty simple. The yeah. lyrics are great. Yeah, stupid horse. No. I just fell out of the Porsche. Stupid horse. Yeah. So, okay, I got a bunch of notes. So let's just start going down. The All road. right, let's really? go. Okay, here, here's the point I'm making though. If I'm gonna be outnumbered, and okay, Led Zeppelin is the fucking the king of rock. Like Led uh... Zeppelin is the king. You might not like it, but they are the. King. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna take a shot at the king, I, I don't like miss. it. I don't like it. I just want to say that. I'm pretty pro dad rock, but I'm less uh, less enthusiastic about Zeppelin. So you guys, like, it's on you to dethrone Zeppelin. No, it's no, it no, no, it no, 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 is. no, 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 no. Yeah, don't no, don't no, start no, no. with yeah, that. This is not how it. This, this, yeah, this is not how a debate works. You can't just say, "Well, my I win," but unless that's you like, you re, you rebuttal. That's, no, that's you can't say up, that. That's straight up a Ben Shapiro tactic, where he's like, "Well, I'm you arguing on the side not... of tradition, and tradition is the tradition, so you have to no, like." No, no. I'm Here's already starting in a place of power, and you have to take me down, and I'm tradition. Led Zeppelin is the king of rock, and here's the no, thing. No, it's not. Queen Elizabeth. Dude, ev everybody's Queen favorite band is the king of rock. England. What okay? about the Beatles, Mo? Fuck. Listen, listen. What about Kiss? What about? Listen, listen to me. Listen to this excellent oh, point that I have to make. Okay, Queen Elizabeth is the queen of England, whether you like it or not. Like, yeah. so if you're gonna argue that someone other than Queen Fuck her. is the queen of England. Like you have to dethrone that. You can't just say that your guy is now the king. Like you, have you ever tried to usurp a throne? That's like that's not how it works. We're not trying to say hundred gex is the king. Dude, of rock. the king and all her stupid guards would be dead in fifteen minutes if you let me up in that castle. I'm just saying. These are powerful words. They I want to. I want to talk them. about how rock and roll sucks. Over down down in Downton Abbey. Often, uh, I'm I'm definitely not going to be on rock and roll sucks. I have listened to uh, a lot of music since uh, since high school, and I have branched out a lot from the dad rock. But I think uh, dad rock, to use the pejorative term, um, I, I still like it. I, I wouldn't say Led Zeppelin is the best. I wouldn't say they're the kings of rock or anything like that. Um, See, so they're so they're not even undisputed. I was always more of like they're a, like, like one that. of the the kings of rock. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. It's it's going to be a subjective thing, but yeah, like my favorite band is Queen, but I still think like Zeppelin just does something better. 
it, it does several things better than the Beatles, than Queen, than Rolling Stones. Than, uh, so they, they have their own little... Yeah, they very much have their own niche where they occupy. But if, if you were unfamiliar with Dad Rock, I think I would recommend Black Sabbath or Cream or Jimi Hendrix or Pink Floyd. Yeah, I like all um, those better than Led Zeppelin. That doesn't mean that a thousand gex is better than Led Zeppelin four, though. But it is. Let <laughs> me let me get, get, into the let me get to some that. points, man. Okay. Well, we're doing points. You want to do your doing? Points. I looked up King. Exactly. King I looked up King of Rock. <laughs> Elvis <on> Presley. <laughs> Elvis yeah, Elvis. Dude, awesome. Led Zeppelin isn't even anywhere to be found. First of all, Led Zeppelin are fucking dirty Brits. We. I know we it's hate, great. We hate the UK the, and my. The family. British invasion was awesome. Fuck, fuck them. Give Northern Ireland back. Go fuck yourself. I mean, do you give? I mean, I feel like my. I don't know uh, if Robert Plant has spoken out about that, but I feel like they would not be pro, <laughs> pro Tory. Uh, rock and roll was ruined by car commercials. I gotta put that out there. And it's a boring song anyway. It's just like a generic rock song. Like it what ruins. Song is, is used in car commercials a lot. Rock and roll. Okay. Oh, you mean really popular music gets used in commercials sometimes because it's popular, because it's good? Oh, wow. Yeah, but it still fucked it up, you know? This I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't put that at all on the artist or the <laughs> song or the album. Like, I, again, Queen is my favorite band, but I'll be the first to say that Bohemian Rhapsody is like hugely overplayed and very overrated relative to a lot of their other music. But that's uh, yeah. that's not Bohemian Rhapsody's fault. Like if I if I had never heard it before and I listened to it the first time, I'd be like, "Wow, that was a fucking adventure of a song." Um, it's just you know, I'm sorry that normies ruin stuff sometimes, but that doesn't like if you can't enjoy it in a particular context of like actually listening to the the song for the sake of listening to the song because you heard it earlier in the day on a commercial. Like I don't know, that's on you. Yeah, I would also say that this is true of a lot of bands, but I would say this is very true of Led Zeppelin. A lot of their random songs uh, are going to be a lot better than some of their biggest hits. Like, if you don't like Stairway to Heaven, there's a lot of songs on the album that I think do a similar thing to Stairway to Heaven, but better. There's something to think about. Dude, When the Levy Breaks, that's offensive. When the Levy Breaks is great. That's offensive. That's, yeah, to, I took, a, I took offense to that. The official theme song of Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Also, it's a, a classic blues song. It's not even an original song. Everything okay. on 100 they Jacks still is original. Did, they still did a, like, you're allowed to to cover one thing and do your own interpretation Co of covering it. Covering is such a, like, dad rock thing. That's, yeah. oh, I'm sorry Covers that they're capable suck. of doing their own. They, they did, it's yeah, not an entire yeah, cover know. album. <laughs> I know. It's not a cover I, album. They won the cover on there, and they did it hey, out of the water. I'm with Rob. Whenever I see that an album has a cover on it, it always kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm always like, oh. I don't know why, but I've always felt that way. Like, okay, I that's like horseshit, though. I mean, covers are like bad covers. like 90% of the time. That's, you know. But When the Levy Breaks is not. And... It's one of the better <laughs> songs on here, yeah. Like okay. half half the songs on here, I don't even remember what they sound like. I just heard this album like a week ago, and I don't remember what Battle of Evermore or Four Sticks sounds That's like. That's the Lord of the Rings one. When I was listening to it, I liked Battle of Evermore. That one stuck out to me. Is it's, that the again, acoustic one? He's like da 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 Is that that what? one? No. Sings like that. Is that a I different song? Is that? I don't think. You did a good job representing whatever it is you're speaking well, I don't about. Remember no, it's it. not that one. 
It's the one with about the Lord of the Rings. The Dark Lord rides in force tonight, and the ring rays ride in black, you know? And he sings about Frodo and shit. It's that one. So baby, yeah, they have I a, wouldn't touch you with a ten foot. They have a song. <laughs> they have this huge epic piece about the Lord of the Rings. They they blow out of the water a cover of a of a of a jazz standard, and they've got like another f- like 35, 40 minutes of like original, high you know like very proficient, very well made. Bro, everything everything they did lyrically, like Rush did so much better. <laughs> If we're talking like nerds, I'm I'm more of a Rush guy, you know. Rush is cool. They I don't give drums. a shit if you're more of a Rush guy. Rush that doesn't tight. make One Thousand Gex better than Led Zeppelin Four. Yeah, well, Rush is one I kind of missed out on. To also sidetrack, they're one I need to go over still. All right, nothing. Okay, One Hundred Gex makes me like feel things. All right, it's like an emotional album. Led Zeppelin Four makes me feel nothing. I think you're broken as a person. Like, then. Gek to You is such a beautiful song about friendship, and it gets me every time, and it's beautiful. No, Gek every to time. You is half. No, 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 no. Don't play your fucking air horns. <laughs> Gek to You is half of a great song. What it's, do you mean? Okay, let, okay here's my notes. Here's Why is it my half notes song? For Gek to You. I took notes for every song. Gek to You. Here's my notes. And this is going to be as I'm writing it down chronologically as we're going through the song. Very groovy intro. Bebop drum intro. Very good, but very simple and repetitive. And then, so, but it's still like a very good song at this point. Even though every song on this album is only two minutes long and they're all disappointingly short. Um, this one's at this the point, longest. It is, but we're like halfway through and so far, Gek to You is a pretty good song for what it is. And then my next note, shitty broken speaker noise bass line. Because it just immediately stops being a good song, and they just play this like obnoxious, you know, sounds like your speakers are broken. You know, it's like bum 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 bada bum bum bada bada bum 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 bada bum. Yeah, and it just sounds it just sounds deep fried, which I don't rules, man. It goes so hard. It's called distortion. It would be so much better if it wasn't so deep fried. If you're gonna have keeps getting faster. I don't know. If you're gonna. If you're gonna have an instrument and noise and and sound in a song, like let me actually hear that sound and appreciate it. If you're just gonna throw on this like blown out effect on top of it, motherfucker, for the that, sake of being obnoxious. That's like, what people I, said about electric guitar in the '60s, is because they weren't used to it. You know, no yeah, the concept if, of distortion, like Jimi Hendrix, any of those guys using distortion at all was very much. Yeah, your kids you know, are gonna love it. You like you don't make it sound ins- you don't make it sound like my speakers are broken. Which it doesn't is sound-, sound like your speakers are broken. It absolutely it does. It sounds like your speakers are blown out. And it's all that's static. That's, that's exactly what you're it has an break- obnoxious ending. It starts off great, but that's <laughs> half the songs on this rules, album. Man. Now half the songs on this album are like it's one thing for forty five seconds and then it turns into a second thing for like the last thirty seconds. And it's like, motherfucker, these songs are already only two minutes long. Why are you then breaking up these songs into two such distinct portions that they might as well be two separate songs? Because then each like portion is like 45 seconds long and it just it it feels so non-substantive and so disappointing. I don't even, I don't understand your one, complaint. Like, yeah, the songs are short, but they're catchy and short, and that's the point. 
like they don't overstay their welcome. The the album's only twenty minutes and it's so easily replayable. You know, it loops. Well, well, okay, so that that's a that's a note I wanted to make. I see the album is like twenty three minutes. Yeah, this is a thousand gex, of course, because Led Zeppelin can actually like provide you with like forty five minutes of like great music. Dude, they have tons of unreleased songs. They just know that you should cut your shit down. You know, length doesn't fucking matter as long if as if you're all comparing of it's good. an album short, to an album. Strong. If you're comparing an album to an album, um, also no, Gex does not make nearly as like good use of their time, or of 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 like the album's only twenty three minutes long, which means like every every moment of every like yeah every moment of wasted yeah. space. An album, you know, a song might be eighty seconds long. So if you don't, if you find Umbridge with like an eight second portion of that song, yeah, it's only eight seconds. And in Led Zeppelin, if there was like one eight second riff you didn't like, well, whatever, it's eight seconds in this, you know, 45 plus minute album. But when the song is 80 seconds long and you take umbrage with an eight second riff, you just now have problem with 10% of an entire song because there's just so nothing there. You're so like quantitative with it. It's like you just fucking vibe with it. Like you don't think yeah. about. I'm it. trying. You're the one that, you're the, your I'm trying to was vibe. like I can vibe with Led Zepp, Loop you're Zoop like, in my car at in school. Exactly but, oh, twenty-three one, seconds. Ten percent of of a hundred gexes of music is shit, and that means the whole song is shit because they're not utilizing their full time. I, I, I did, did the like math, and thirty-seven percent of Money Machine is just noises. So that's thirty percent. I have to I write mean, off I mean, right there. It is. <laughs> it is. He's not wrong. I'm you're not... wasting my time on a twenty-minute album. You're wasting my time. Does anything on Led Zeppelin four go as hard as Money Machine? Uh, I mean, define hard. If you want to define hard in a way that you win, then no. But if you want to like use any sort of like common sense definition of hard, then yeah. Like I, you know. Yeah, it's hard rock. It's fucking. It's. This song is about a dog. I walk my dog every fucking day. Oh, are are you upset that they didn't include any dog barking sound effects? <laughs> yeah, that would have made it because, so much better. Because the song's you want about dog a dog. Sound effects. A thousand gex is for you, but if you want people, yeah. actually like technically proficiently playing instruments in a very impressive way then maybe you'd prefer led zeppelin let black dog is about a dog but you don't hear any dog sounds i don't even think he says the word (laughs) does he even say the word dog in the song i don't supposedly it was just because there was a dog outside the yeah i don't oh how deep how deep about a dog Oh, we wrote the song about a fucking dog because it was in the room, and then we don't I mean, even don't say it dog in the song. Lyrics. It's just a riff song, you know? There there definitely are lyrics in there. Oh, Black Dog? I completely forget, so that's how it's yeah. Gonna make you sweat, gonna bum, 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 make bum, you yeah. come. It's okay. It's okay to come on your dog. It's been a long time since I jerked off my dog. Yeah. Robert Plant will make you come. I'm sorry. I don't think. Wait. You're. You're gay. I'd be gay for Robert Plant. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't count if it's Robert Plant. That's just a true fact. Robert Plant. Robert Plant. He's tree trunk your butt. <laughs> All right. So I took some notes here. 
to kind of take a thousand gex down a peg or two. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> Are we? Do we want to go song by song? Is that how we're gonna do this? Or... <laughs> I took notes on a per song basis because that just makes the most sense. Hey, how come the? How come no white dog? How come Led Zeppelin doesn't have any LGBT representation? Yeah, what the fuck? They suck. I mean, they Good. definitely do. Have you seen the Have you seen the symbols on the on the album? That's you know. But they were all straight all as gender. hell, and they all had sex with like underage girls and shit. They're all fucking creepos. Like tight. They're fucking like sex pervert creep weirdos, and then like a hundred gags are like the coolest, nicest people on the planet that you would want to hang out with. I mean, I mean, I don't we're know talking about Led Four. <laughs> I mean, it matters who made the record, right? Yeah, but I mean, it matters that Jimmy Page molested some little girl, right? Did he? Yeah. Is, it, is this actually a fact, or are you? I are believe you ready, so. Are you ready to be sued for slander by Jimmy? I will Page. be contacting the. I will be contacting <laughs> Jimmy Page's estate. Didn't he have like a fifteen-year-old girlfriend or some shit? I think Every it was like that. I'm not familiar with the story, but I think I, I think getting into the the personal details is a little bit of the sideline. Yeah, bro. Oh yeah, several year long relationship with baby groupie. They they literally called them baby groupies. baby groupie. She was 13. <laughs> <laughs> Mofaka got me too, but like no one cares because it's dad rock, you know, and he's old now. It was I, back I, in the day. I don't think it's it's dad rock in particular that had anything to do with that. hundred oh, tons of dad rock guys, you know. hundred gex have not been me too, just putting that out there. Laura Les is happily married, and I don't know about Dylan Brady. He doesn't really talk about it, but what were we talking about? We were talking about a thousand gex, in particular at 745. Um so it's like the very here's the thing too about the about the album is like the very first noise that you hear on a thousand gex is obnoxious. It's cool sounding. I, I don't mind if you have some obnoxious sounds or like if you have one obnoxious song, but in a, in a thousand gex, and I don't know about any of the rest of the hundred gex extended universe, but in this album, one thousand gex, there is so much just obnoxious noises in like every other song and it's like this is a really good song but oh here's some weird ass noises and you could have had a, a, a slightly less abrasive noise and it would have come off a lot better it would have been a lot fucking groovier if you were like 10 percent obnoxious i don't think daniel appreciates sound design yeah daniel's like when do they stop tuning their instruments well i mean look you can play all your fucking sound effects Oh, your let's, fucking let's... Bob's Burgers sound effect guitar fucking shit. What's better, Led Zeppelin or the Home Depot theme song? I think the Home Depot theme song. <laughs> what the fuck is the Home Depot theme song? Come on, you haven't heard it? Isn't it, hard. it doesn't have power tool noises or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a cool... <clears throat> no, it's just a cool-ass uh, like riff with some cool drums. All the ideas in a thousand gex are very simple, and I don't. Everything is just like too basic for me to be able to look at any of it or any of the songs. You're talking and about the lyrics, not just the lyrics. Like the bass lines on a lot of uh, the bass lines are very simple. The beats are very simple for a lot of songs. The lyrics are very simple. Everything is very simple, 
and it it kind of leads to it feeling very like unsubstantiated um i wouldn't just say in terms it's of... simple because a lot of those sounds like they created like from scratch like a lot of that is like new sounds you've never heard before like this is one of the best produced albums ever and it's wholly self-produced like they wrote and recorded every single song by themselves just the two of them okay but like when you have a 20 minute album and you spend a significant portion of that album just playing random sound effects like it's not random it's very it's not it's purposeful it's it's purposeful it's designed to annoy people like you so if i were to like uh danny if i went over to your house and i took a shit in your front lawn like oh it's purposeful dude this is a horror this is a horrible no it's art dude i'm sorry it pisses you off you just don't appreciate it i'm sorry i didn't do something pleasant i'm sorry i didn't do something that would be enjoyable to you what you're doing is more like a guy at an art like a fine art like a modern art museum and he's just like i don't get it it's just a bunch of looks like you just splashed a bunch of paint on the canvas it's like just because you don't get it doesn't mean it's not art you know i'm not saying it's not remember we started this off by saying like this is totally art i acknowledge that and i I get it like it's art but like dude you you know like you can't just do anything you want and then say well it's art so i was expecting it to be a little bit further out of left field from daniel's initial description he was uh a little a little down on it as you can tell so i expected (laughs) it to be more outside the lines than it is um my first listen to it i did not have the like initial overwhelming you know sensation that daniel did well it's like um, i need help immediately is just like such a, <laughs> such a love, waste of time immediately i'll say I, i'll say that i'm glad that uh i don't know anything about popular music these days or pop music in general um but i'm glad that uh, if a thousand gex is popular that's cool now nah, fuck that like you need, you need to, if you want to play a bunch of sound effects, like I, I have a reason for it or have it sound good. What what or, might be a good reason? Like, what do you mean a good reason? What, could fly. what what okay? Like it doesn't what need to justify should, itself. It doesn't, but like not inherently for it to exist. But if you want to say this is a better album than Led Zeppelin Four, like what do all those sound effects contribute? to the song and to the overall. And this is, you know, uh, I Need Help Immediately is like a two minute song in a 20 minute album. You're taking up 10% of your very limited, precious album time. If they wanted it to be longer, they would have made it longer. But like, why? Why do I have to listen to these like dog barking noises? Why is this contributing? Why doesn't Black Dog have dog barking noises? Because yeah. they, they didn't like, exist at the time. Barking, I'm very pro dog barking noises. Okay. If I feel like a good transition, like a good bridge between these two very different uh, genres, albums would be like Ween. I can't recommend them enough. The Mollusk is a great album. Oh, Ween. Quebec yeah. is a great album. Um, they have like some very like dad rock, you know, like heavy rock things, but they have a lot of like um electronic influences and like experimental avant-garde type stuff they yeah, do a lot of like, different genres like primus um they primus might be, yeah they might be giants Captain a lot B of the prog rock i haven't heard captain b fired i i need to do that one. Oh, that shit rules but yeah a lot of prog rock might be a good bridge if you're not you know if you listen to a thousand gex and you just don't get it i think that'd be a good bridge 
Don't frame this as me not getting it. I'm more of a <laughs> frog rock like... fan than a. I'm sorry that oh, I offended you. Fan. Like anyone can go out onto a street corner and shout gibberish, but like you know that doesn't make you special. Well, I'm sorry. Let me let me phrase it more kindly so I don't offend your sensibilities, Daniel. Please do. Um, I'm very delicate. If it's an if it's not initially like your thing, um, I mean that's fine. But uh, I think branching out a little bit from Dad Rock and getting some more of those bridges between here and there might help you appreciate it a little bit more. No, like I I get it, and I like weird stuff. <laughs> I like alternative shit. I was one of the points I, I have here is like one of the first points actually is I like. Uh, and these aren't going to be direct comparisons, but I, I like Talking Heads. I like the weird, wacky shit in Talking Heads. And, like, Oingo Boingo has some, like, really out there silly stuff. But those are, like, songs that, like, have a flow and a groove. And then you can actually enjoy them, even though they're absurd, even though they're abstract. You can actually kind of get into them. And they don't interrupt you halfway through, fucking 50 seconds in, with this weird, like, Skrillex dubstep obnoxious transition that totally interrupts the flow of the song. Yeah, yeah, fair. So, but I mean, like... I mean, what you're saying is, even when music's weird, you still like it to be conventional, like, structurally. Um, I mean, if you're going to say, like, one is... If you were going to try to, like, come down to which is the objectively better album, then, yeah. I mean, everything's subjective. You can say, I like it better than I like the other one, and that's just my opinion. And there's no way to get around that subjectivity, but... When you talk about like, all right, if only one album could exist for the rest of time, um, if you get into like that weird theoretical territory, it's like, yeah, I'd rather have the conventional thing that's like, because it's like very bluesy and very jazzy Led Zeppelin. So, you know, jazz is like, you got to learn the rules, but then you got to tastefully break them. But like, you still have to understand the rules. It's not jazzy at all, though. The album or it's very bluesy. Bluesy. Yeah, so not, you don't, not even, quite you don't jazzy, even know what you're talking about. Look, I oh, yeah, God, jazzy, it. bluesy, whatever. Jazz I and blues it. are completely. I was different. in a jazz band, you fool. <laughs> I know the difference between blues and jazz. I made a statement, and you're trying to like get into semantics, which oh, is avoiding like the point entirely. <laughs> exactly. You Except so I can identify it, and I can call you out for your bullshit. I I enjoyed 1,000 Gex as a listening experience, but I don't know. Um, outside of a listening experience, like I probably wouldn't put it on in the car. I probably wouldn't work out to it. Probably can't dance to it. Um, yeah, it's I it's listening music. It. I mean, I can't dance to anything, so there's that. But <laughs> um, I, I think the biggest detraction, my biggest detraction, and I mentioned this before, but we'll go in a little more detail. Is just like there's there's so much so much more potential within a thousand gex than what they actually realized. I feel. And I, you well, know, it is the again, first album, to be fair. Yeah. But still, like, you've got a good thing going on, and then you interrupt that and basically turn that song into a separate, like, a different song. Um, which one? There was one of these that was, like, the worst example of it. Give me a, give me a second. It, it oh, does sound very manic, very frantic. Um, 100 energy, Gex. I feel like is, that's very much what they're going for. 100 Gex is, like, the clearest example of this, where it starts off. I, I don't like you. No, 100 Gex. The... Oh, wait, what? There's no song called 100 Gex. Yeah, there is. Right wait, after Ringtone. Know. Oh, you mean after... Gek, Gek, Gek? Oh. It's called it's Gek, Gek, Gek. Okay, well, the one, the video I watched called it 100 Gex. So. Oh. Uh, but Gek, Gek, Gek starts yeah. off as a complete waste of my fucking time. <laughs> um, 
just with again more endless like if i need help immediately was the only kind of jokey song on it i i totally accept it as like this is the one where they just you know goof around and they they play some sound effects and they they do some very unconventional stuff but then they turn around do it again in get 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 and it kind of pisses me off that like again i feel like you're wasting my time you you can call all these sound effects like totally deep and meaningful art but look man you're not making it very intuitive you're not making it very easy for me to pick up on what you're putting down. Um, and then, let's see, what is the exact number? Okay, so the song is only like 140 seconds, basically. Um, the first 80 seconds are a complete waste of time. And then, 80 seconds in, it turns into a really good song. And I really like the song that Gek 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 turns into. Um, it's very like, it reminds me of, let's see. Oh yeah, so like all this sound effect shit goes way too long, and then you get a thirty-second or a sixty-second follow-up of like an actually good song, and so you've got eighty seconds of wasting my time and sixty seconds of a good song. That means the song, even though I really like the last half of it, is more than fifty percent garbage. And honestly, if they were separated into two separate things, I would rather listen to the second part of it by itself, even if it was just like a, a sixty-second-long track. I'd rather have that track be its own separate thing that I could listen to and groove out to and maybe even put on repeat. But even with Gek Gek Gek, like if you want to get to that good stuff at the end, you got to go through like this waste of time sound effect, soundboard nonsense. It just feels like so much squandered potential. And there's a lot of songs like that where um, Gek To You, I really like Gek To You. It's very groovy. It's got a very cool like drum beginning thing. It's uh, and then it just turns really obnoxious at the end. Hand crushed by a mallet has like a really good energy to it. That's the rock um, song. At times they do overdo it for sure. I'm not gonna dispute and, that. <laughs> yeah, hand crushed by a mallet has like a really nice electronic energy going into it. That was and one of they, the better ones, I thought. They they do, but then they interrupt it with like more broken speaker noise. And it's just like halfway through, it sounds like your speakers are broken, and then they go back to being a good song again. Generally, like, I don't mind that. I like the distortions and the, the weird sound effects. At, at times, they overdo it. They kind of overplay their hand. Um, I'd have to like go through it again to like think of the worst examples. I like Money Machine's ending. I appreciate that that has almost a metal sound to it. Most of my familiarity with like electronic music is going to be industrial metal, which this has actually, like surprisingly, some notes out. Yeah. Um, but I know, like I, I was looking them up because it was, as I said, very unfamiliar. Um, like Laura Les is a big fan of like Nightcore, um, which I'll admit is like a guilty pleasure of mine. I, I like it because I feel like art in general and music specifically is obviously going to be like very um, critical of like the stuff that's come before it. Um, and I don't know what's been popular lately, like very lo-fi stuff, uh, very chill wave stuff. I appreciate that this is very like anti-chill wave. I don't know if that's what they were going for. Um, not that I dislike Chill Wave or, or Low Fire. I love New Jabez. I love all that stuff. But I like the direction. I like the manic energy. I like the manic energy too. They just they keep interrupting it. Like I'm that just is... gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go through my notes and just kind of like but but you're you you should love it for what it is, not what you want it to be. No, because I think like I think they could have done a better job. It's you know entirely subjective. Yes but I think they could have done a much better job. I'm not sure if Led Zeppelin could have done a much better job with Led Zeppelin 4. 
I think they delivered on what they were trying to deliver. I think they delivered on it successfully. Um, I don't want to use like the album's popularity, you know, as like a crutch, but like I'm certainly not the only one who thinks they deliver on their sound pretty well, you know. Uh, they give you a lot of ideas, and it's something that you can listen to. It's not exactly easy listening, but there's nothing that's gonna there's nothing that's gonna intentionally turn you off to it or intentionally be obnoxious or abrasive just for the sake of it. I mean, a lot of that you have to like compare to like when the fuck did the album come out? 1971. So you compare it to like 1971 sensibilities, and it's a lot closer to what you know 1000 Gex sounds like to us now. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, like. They didn't even have the technology to do most of that shit anyway. It's not like you could just right, throw in yeah. fucking crazy sound effects and shit, if, even if you wanted to. <laughs> I love yeah. the history of electronic music and, like, ministry uh, in the 80s and, like, Nine Inch Nails and, like, um, Ramstein. Like, all those bands that got their start in the 80s sound like fucking disco bands, if you if you listen to their old shit. They <laughs> yeah, yeah. sound like industrial metal at all. Even, like, craft work, um, like, the early stuff, people thought that was kind of hard back in the day, and you listen to it now, yeah. and it sounds like fucking, like, music that would be in, like, the Lego movie or something. Yeah, absolutely. They really, like, had to build that shit from scratch, so I very much respect, like, electronic art and, like, the beginning of it, even though I'm not too familiar with it outside of industrial metal. That's about where it ends. I don't really listen to EDM. Um, like, I've listened to some Nightcore. I don't listen to any house music, anything like that. So this has a bunch of stuff I'm very unfamiliar with, but I, I do like that it's such an interesting synth synthesis uh, of a bunch of different things. Yeah. Which arguably I would say Led Zeppelin does well too, you know. They were like a synthesis of, you know, blues and folk yeah. music. And I like I like stuff. the folk stuff. Like I really I like Led Zeppelin 3 probably more because I, I really I, like that stuff. Yeah, and looking stuff up, uh, apparently Led Zeppelin 3 um was like a kind of a commercial failure. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And was like a little bit of like uh, a little bit controversial amongst their fans, a little bit polarizing because it had so many acoustic songs to it. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's brought up the fact that the vocals are pitched up <laughs> on a, on a thousand gecks. I I don't know I, how you feel I, about that. I didn't. I really don't like the chipmunk vocals. Um, I think with the context of the album that you gave me, which was that it's kind of an homage to nightcore and all that cringy stuff we liked back in you know middle school and it's kind of like nostalgic for that with that being the introduction to it that you gave me i kind of like accepted it as like a, a nightcore thing and i accepted it as kind of a nostalgic thing too um ringtone was it ringtone yeah ringtone in particular the voice is pitched up and it just sounds like a, a newgrounds video like it sounds like the uh at times uh, they overdo it for sure. That, At times what, it works. What is that video duck with the lemonade, right? You know that oh, one talking about. Are you talking about? Video? Um, I know what you're talking about. The ring, 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 ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 oh, no, 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 not that, no, 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 not that banana. Oh, banana phone. Phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one with the duck. Yeah. Yeah. Is you got any? I got any grapes? That's what the the duck asks. Anyways, the voice sounds exactly like that, and something about that just it actually like kind of struck a, a point with me. Like it, it fit really well if this album really is kind of like an homage to those earlier years of our lives, I'm assuming they're of a similar age and demographic as us. Yeah, I think they're um, a couple years younger than us. So like, I can, I can totally accept like the, the auto tune voice, even though I don't like it. Like I will make the point that I don't like it, but I, I'm not going to knock it for something that's like so fundamental to it. Um, I don't like the editing or the the production they do on the voice sometimes. Like, 
I don't mind that it's high pitched, but sometimes they make it intentionally distorted and squeaky and obnoxious. Again, there's just more obnoxious noises in here where you could have your lyrics enter into the obnoxious realm. And I mean, sometimes I feel like. I feel like occasionally this album is is hostile towards its audience, which I don't mind. <laughs> I do like things. Um, have you seen the Greasy Strangler, Rob, the movie? No, that's been on my list forever, but I haven't seen it. I would watch that. That's something that reminded me of this in a strange way. Like, I feel like that movie is overtly hostile towards its audience. <laughs> um, more so than this album. That that movie is more of an assault than this than this album by a good bit. And I say that as to its credit. Yeah. Uh, to add like a little context, uh, like Laura Less, the reason she started pitching up her voice is because uh, she's a trans woman and she wasn't like very confident in her voice originally. So she started pitching it up in her solo music. And I did just, read that. It just became a thing and they just carried that over to 100 gags. Yeah, I did read that. So I didn't want to gig her for that. Uh, I feel like that would be a, a little bit too... Uh, unfair to go hard on that um so i don't really mind the pitched up vocals per se um some places it works well some what some places i feel like they're using it uh, as an effect to intentionally be uh, obnoxious or overdone because part of it is you know overdone on purpose um, and sometimes that's to better effect than others and you know like if that's art often works best when you have a restriction placed upon yourself you often create the best art or whatever it is uh, when you have restrictions placed on yourself so uh, looking at it this way like i think if you're going to say like okay i'm a, I, I don't like my vocals i like i want to pitch it up that's what i do that's my signature um there are some songs where they deliver on that very well again ringtone is just ringtone is a very cute sweet song and like i, I really dig it. it i really dig it um but like okay ringtone was a success you you can do stuff like ringtone but there's other times where they just don't deliver quite on the same potential and it's like well if you're going to have your pitched up vocals and it's just not going to work for the song then maybe you know like don't have the song or have a song that better utilizes your limitations and better utilizes like the vocals that you actually have um, and so there's a lot of stuff that just didn't quite jive, but it just felt like, well, they're going to have pitched up lyrics no matter what. So even if it doesn't quite work, like it's, you know, it's just going to be there. That's just how the song is going to be, even if it detracts from it. Uh, yeah, at times they, they overplay their hand for sure. I, I would rather have something be like an ambitious experiment and ultimately a failure than like something that is just very safe and by the numbers. So even when it like goes a bit too far, I appreciate that they're, going for what they're going for have you guys heard the the remix album no remix no one? like i said i have not heard any any gecks before this oh, so Danny, i listened to the album heard? a couple times mm -mm. i've heard like a couple tracks off it but i never oh it's really good thing. yeah the, there's a remix album that came out last year that has some pretty big names on it like fallout boy and caro caro bonito charlie xcx uh it's really good actually it kind of like expands our, uh... on a lot of these songs you might like it okay. more daniel <laughs> <laughs> is it like this album but remixes of this album yeah by a bunch of different artists and a lot of the songs are longer and more See, i out. think there's there's like uh again i i do like this album I, I think there's a lot of really good concepts in here it's just you say this is their first album too so i don't know anything about them so if this is the case then i'm willing to cut them a little more slack but for the sake of 
Thanos versus Led Zeppelin four. Like I'm, I'm they still might not come gonna... out with one gek, two gek, red gek, blue gek next year, and it just blows everything out of the fucking water. And that would be dope. But I think if you know this being their first album, they're digging for treasure maybe, and they're only partially able to dig up the treasure. And then it's it's covered in dirt and mud in other places where it just doesn't come through. Maybe having other artists kind of dig into it and have their own interpretation. Well, Maybe I mean, they will be able to kind of pull up those uh, those pieces and kind of make a little more of them. I mean, this album is 51 minutes, so it's already... More than staying. twice as long. Yeah. So I think it's already... And I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't believe that quantity always trumps quantity, but I think if you can have a really great 20-minute album or a really great 50-minute album, and they're they're both quality. Great yeah. fifty minutes. Like it, it's just it's more useful to me. Like I can go on a further trip while listening to this. I can I can cover more ground while listening to this album on a road trip or something like that. I can I can enjoy myself for longer with a longer album. And uh, yeah, I just I'll give Gex their credit that like they you're right that they don't necessarily overstay their welcome. They know what they are. They deliver it twenty minutes, twenty three minutes, and they don't. Sweet. They don't, yeah, they don't like waste your time with it. They know what they are, but it's a little, even if you want to say like, it's, it's nice. It's like maybe a little too short and sweet. Uh, even if you're a big fan of it, yeah, could they really is... not, could they really not deliver on 30 minutes of like music and then maybe cut out, I need help immediately and replace it with an actual track. That is something I do dislike about pop music that I initially liked about Led Zeppelin um, when I was younger is that the songs were just longer. Yeah, it's I, mean, I man, you would hate grindcore, or like the like the, it'll be like forty songs <laughs> right. and it's fifteen minutes long. No, oh my god, I hate the new metals and the grind metals and the two like, thousands metals was a bleak time. What about the locust? The locust rule. I would need to listen to them to be honest. All right, yeah, I uh, I, I think because I, I I mean I'm exposed to a lot more genres where like length is a lot more relative. Uh, yeah you've you've listened to a lot more music than i have and you're one of the few people i would say has confidently listened to a lot more music than i have so i'll take i'll take your for your recommendations like yeah like a thousand gex is not the kind of album you can put on and like play skyrim and like space out for a couple hours like (laughs) like godspeed you black emperor or something like that but i i feel like not everything has to like exist in the same space of listening like, I don't think For it's sure. really fair to be like, oh, well, you can't have a nice drive to it. Can't. Yeah, like I was saying, this is very much an apples to oranges comparison, and it's just for the sake of, like, why the fuck can't fruit be compared? And, you know, why can't it? Apples are very easy to compare to oranges, though. They've got very, well, ap- apples like, very are, similar nutritional content. Uh, sort of. I mean, yeah, they're both fruit. Apples are a lot hardier. They're, more f- they're healthier. I think maybe apples to onions would be... A better, <laughs> a better terminology. Onions don't it, have it much is a nutrition, little bit like though. just biting into an onion. <laughs> but that's yeah, they're oh. different. You can actually like say that they're different and yeah. have it be meaningful. Apples, you know, why even go with a, a fruit or a vegetable though? Why not like apples to Cadillacs? You know, then that well, would be really. Can we talk about how like cuties and stuff like that have just completely ruined oranges? Like oh, the si- the science of these like advanced <laughs> fruits. Like an orange tastes like nothing to me now. You know, oranges are gonna go extinct. Oranges fucking because of cuties. <laughs> yeah, and tangerines and shit. And orange, it's like I don't know. 
80% like the fucking rind, you know? Like you peel it and there's still just tons of that shit on it. And it just tastes like that. And it's I like, don't really like either apples or oranges. Oh, well. You're going to get scurvy. Mr. Bana- no, vitamin C is the easiest vitamin to get. It's in fucking <laughs> everything. He already has scurvy. Like, like it's too late. If you eat any yeah. variety of fruits and vegetables, like you're gonna get enough vitamin C. It's the easiest vitamin to get. It's the most common. That's why, like, I remember I, when I was working at Costco, I like talked to this guy out of buying a vitamin C supplement. So I was like, "Motherfucker, vitamin C is in fucking everything. It's like, pick everything, a random yeah. unless fruit you're, unless you're going on a boat. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, suck on a lime or something. Like, you don't need to buy this fucking supplement. Like, right. get a fucking well, bell we pepper. Have- we have talked a lot about 1000 Gex, but I do want to talk a little bit about more more about Led Zeppelin 4 because I did enjoy the the listening to it again. I've been pretty down on Led Zeppelin. You know, they're not my favorite band of the classic rocks. But uh, yeah, it's a good album. Yeah, I mean, to, to kind of touch on my point going into uh, Led Zeppelin, that like, okay, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Stairway to Heaven probably gets too much airplay and is probably a bit overrated you don't need probably okay yes it is so we're we're establishing this yes but stairway to heaven is still like it's still a pretty great song yeah and it's you know it's a classic it's you know perhaps a like genre defining history changing to some degree and then you know if you get into the cultural stuff it's really significant if you go down that rabbit hole but what i'm getting at is stairway to heaven is over eight minutes long, which means one song, Stairway to Heaven, off of Led Zeppelin 4, is like over one-third of 1,000 Gex. Yeah, well, and, Transformers okay. Revenge of the Fallen is a lot longer than Reservoir Dogs. What are you, the, those type of people? Well, I got to get my money's worth. Yes. I don't want to waste my time. But you're wasting. Make any sense? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Something's longer. You're wasting more of your time. Yeah, because it not if it's more substantial. Yeah, it's an investment. It's an investment in time. This this album, you know what? This album really sucked, but at least it was an hour long. So Led Zeppelin Four doesn't suck though. Led Zeppelin Four is not even a long album. It's only forty-two minutes. Yeah, I was surprised that it was only like forty-three minutes. That seemed on the shorter side. It felt so much longer. There's only eight tracks, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, dude, John Bonham fucking rules. That's, you know, I'll say that about Led Zeppelin. John Bonham is... Hell yeah. His drum yeah. tone, too. Like, I just wish that drum tone, you know, more people had a, a similar... Like, his drum tone is just so fucking good. So huge. Like, When the Levee Breaks is one of the most sampled drum beats ever. Just because it's, like, oh, yeah. so fucking huge. You can, like, hear the room... Um, yeah, I think you're a Led Zeppelin fan, and you want to hear like just uh, John Bonham go ham. I think it's Moby Dick. That's just like the eight minute drum yeah. solo. <laughs> uh, oh, and like you know, I learning guitar. You know, everybody plays Stairway to Heaven, and like Black Dog's pretty fun on guitar. You know, yeah, so there's that. Everyone does have that. Like John Bonham is such an archetypal drummer, and like. You know, John Paul Jones is such an archetypal basis. All these, uh, whatever the fuck his name, I already forgot it. The guitarist, Jimmy Page. Yeah, I think archetypal is is a very good word for it. I 
I, I, I'm having trouble like coming up with the exact way to phrase it, but I would say that Led Zeppelin, just overall, but it's especially on display here, is just such a technically proficient band. And especially yeah. not in the sense that like they play the sickest, most complex, nastiest guitar solos or whatever, but every note is the note that it should be, and it's in the right place. And it makes every Led Zeppelin song, again, especially songs on this album, they all to me feel like these almost like magical, like fairy tales. Every time one of them comes on, if I close my eyes, I can very easily sink into the music and just imagine this music video for every single Led Zeppelin song. About the black dog? Yeah. <laughs> Except it's not actually about a black dog, but you know. You well, could, then you, they you shouldn't could, have called it Black Dog, okay? They <laughs> they should have had something else walking around in front of their studio. What if fucking Stairway it? to Heaven was called fucking Red Dog, you know? And they just had, an album. Have to they had a dog album. <laughs> Every song was just a different dog. The titles. Little Dog, Big Dog, Clifford. Was Clifford around when this album came out? God, Clifford. Like, what a Clifford, what a concept of, like... Look how big I drew this dog. <laughs> oh 1963 yeah uh clifford was a thing when this album nice. came out uh also look how big i drew this dog is a louis ck bit that is not my original joke you trying to emulate louis ck no you trying to be like him no do the things that he does that's just a funny joke man man you know how hard that shit hit me i had the fucking louis ck poster in my room and shit so did yeah. our friend Sarah. She also had the Louis C.K. <laughs> I, I mentioned that to Daniel that like, you know, the rumor because uh, it went around for a long time before he actually like came out, you yeah. know, or before he actually admitted to it. Um, and Daniel was just like, "Oh no!" Like, he's crestfallen at the mere idea of it. Well, it was just like at the time he was Louis C.K. was just riding so high and it was just yeah how I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's Horace a, it's and Pete just thing. come out man Horace and Pete fucking ruled yeah it was like right around that time where he could like finally start doing his own stuff and it was so nice to see like this guy he was very clearly you know from his act like very downtrodden and he's able to overcome and become successful by being himself despite his adversities and he finally gets to this point where he can do his own thing and it's just like you could point to Louis C.K. and just be like, there are so many things that are wrong. And then instead of having to like substantially argue that argue that stuff or whatever, you could just like, oh, here's a really great Louis C.K. bit. And so he was definitely one of those like cultural voices. He's where a it big was like, uh, Led Zeppelin fan. Was he? We're talking about him in the past tense like he's dead. Is he? I mean, yeah, he, lo he loves that shit, man. He talks about dad rock all the time. I mean, he is okay. a dad. Doesn't surprise me. He's yeah, he definitely grew up 50s. in that era. Yeah. Maybe he grew up on too much, like, girl, I'm gonna fuck you, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe that's partly to blame. I don't think anybody listens to 100 Gex and goes out and fucking molests people, you know? Well, I don't think no, they shoot them themselves out in front of people, but uh, <laughs> not that I'm condoning that. <laughs> yeah, nobody hears Stupid Horse and then fucking i don't know rob a bank <laughs> yeah what, what what is that song about like sticking up a horse no it's about mm -hmm. uh 
they lose they lose money betting at the horse track and then they try to beat up the uh the the jockey right well the okay. jockey and also the he steals the horse what's the something. name for the guy who takes your bet the bookie bookie yeah right yeah stupid yeah. horse is like if every song on the album was like stupid horse tier then i would <laughs> i would be pretty on board with a thousand gex but i knew you were gonna say that the ska influences were too were too strong for you to not like it well, there's, there's, it's just a good energy. You've got, um, you know, again, you've got stupid horse, so it's got style, but it's got that like real nice, yeah, it's got that real nice like energetic like driving force behind it. Uh, I would never stop you. Reminds me of like a bass hunter song. It's got that very like electronic. Yeah. Just it's a beat and it's going and it's, but it's driving and it's energetic and it's fun. That's my least favorite song. <laughs> what song? Uh, would it's never it's stop very you. simple. It uh it interpolates a Soldier Boy song too, which I didn't even know because I I just like never heard that Soldier Boy song, "Kiss You Through the Phone" or whatever. What dude, "Kiss You Through the Phone" is so good, it's like the best Soldier Boy song. Yeah, well that song interpolates it. So does another big song, but I can't remember what it is. That's neither here nor there. Random. Say I got a. Did, did you ever call that number that you got at the end of God of War if you, like, destroyed that statue in Olympus that took, like, a thousand hits? And it gives you, like, a phone number? I heard about that, but I never <laughs> did it now. Yeah, it was pretty funny. If you call it, like, Kratos, like, talk shit to you. Names were different back then. That was pretty funny. Like, you could actually have an Easter egg where it's like, oh, <laughs> you hit a statue a thousand times, call this phone number. Yeah, You, just, I, you so couldn't do that now. I learned about that from G4. We're talking about 30-year-old oh, boomer shit. Fucking <laughs> G4 network. Man, do you remember when they had Happy Treehouse Friends? This this album reminds me of Happy Treehouse Friends. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like uh, also, the, you know that like bunny that says like aggressive things or whatever? Oh, you know what yeah. I'm talking that, about? Like, that middle school meme. Yeah, yeah. Before memes were memes. Uh, also, you, you remember Caramel Dancing? Do you remember that song? No. Oh, I remember Caramel Dancing Baby. Yeah, that's very Gex Nightcore. Fuck off, Dad. I'm listening to Nightcore. I will say that I had a pretty... I was surprised um, how much uh, of an emotional resonance I got from 1000 Gex. I will give it that. Yeah. Um, not, not more than Led Zeppelin, but I, I definitely felt it. And I was not expecting to at the outset. How can you um, listen to... I guess... I, 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 again, okay, maybe... Stairway to Heaven is overplayed, but like, how can you listen to like going to California or when the levee breaks and really claim that you don't feel anything? Oh, going to California is the one I was singing. He's like, da 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 Yeah, going to California might be one like on that album. I definitely no, do. What are you talking about? It's so dope. I don't know. When I was a kid, I was like, bro, I already live in California. This song does nothing for me. What do you mean you gotta, okay. going to California? I gotta, like, I gotta say, I went to uh, Mexico with some friends once, and then we were driving back. So we were literally going to California. Um, yeah. But I had a fucking crazy night the night before, so I was passing out in the back seat, just kind of sleeping it off. Um, and I had my 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 phone on me, and I was listening to going to California as I was falling asleep, and it was just so absolutely perfect and so fitting. And I, I mentioned that, like, 
when I close my eyes, I can imagine like a music video for, for any Led Zeppelin song. <laughs> well, I didn't even need to close my eyes because the green hills of California were slowly coming into view over the horizon as I was dozing off on this car ride back to California. And it's just like, that's like, that's an actual like moment that I had that stuck with me that I don't think I'm ever going to be experiencing something like that with, I would never stop you or hand crushed by a mallet. What is it? I, Spend my days with a woman unkind, smoke my stuff and drink all my wine. Oh, well, I yeah, definitely so have like yeah. a lot of, I definitely do have a lot of moments having listened to Led Zeppelin that I like remember and reflect on. It was like a nice trip down memory lane because I haven't listened to, I did listen to all of Led Zeppelin 4 on like YouTube in high school. Now that I have Spotify, like when I was in high school, it was like YouTube or like Pirate Bay was the only way I was going to listen to like most albums outside of like the greatest hits stuff. Um, but it was nice to just be able to put on Led Zeppelin 4 and go through it. Uh, but trying to like divorce it from like the nostalgia moments, just the lyrics themselves. And again, like, you know, I, I don't know what it was like in 1971, but um, lyrically and emotionally, like it's not, you know, too major of a thing, Led Zeppelin 4. I think Houses of the Holy might might deliver on that a little better. It might. I'd have to think about that, like what their with their strongest lyrical stuff. I definitely do get a lot of emotional resonance out of Led Zeppelin Four. Yeah, but Gek to You is a beautiful song about friendship. Surprisingly, it, it is. We already made this point. Half <laughs> of it is a beautiful song. I appreciate both halves of the. I wouldn't think of them as like disparate halves. I appreciate that they're trying to like take things that don't go together, um, and and trying to create this amalgam of something different. Like ringtone is like you know a cute song about thinking. There's about a lot of stuff your that uh, One Thousand Gex gets into. Like the first two songs are very much about like hustle culture and grind culture and like yeah. capitalism and burnout and all these things. There's a lot about like addiction, uh, oh, like romance and falling out. Morning, yeah. Um, I'm about to hit the booth. Bum 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 bum. And it doesn't go too deep into it, you know. I mean, it kind of doesn't have time to. But for it explores a lot of things decently well, so I'll give it credit for that. That was not something I expected. Uh, it was also recorded remotely. Uh, they live in they lived in different cities at the time. I heard about they that. Still do. They had to just send each other, you know, the tracks and have them. Yeah, I think Laura lives in Chicago and Dylan lives in Hollywood. That sounds like how they recorded. Um, Dark Side of the Moon, which is one that I would recommend if you're not, even if you're not a fan of Dead Rock, that's just one you should listen to for the sake of listening to it. Oh, that reminds um, me of uh, the Nostalgia Critics review <laughs> of the yeah. wall. That's the most like he made Boomers cool by being so bad at trying to like so take by down being, the wall. Like he made he the might wall be, cool. He might I've be never the, never seen the first. He might be the first cringe-based life form. <laughs> yeah. he is he is a hundred percent composed of cringe atomic atoms he has the I most can, like the... basic thoughts and ideas yeah. about things he just like did not understand what the wall like oh this guy's goal? complaining about school school's not so bad and it's like motherfucker do you know what school was like in like england in the 50s and 60s like they could fucking beat your ass and like the 
kids would get molested and they were just like so fucking heinous to you like oh yeah you went to school in like the suburbs of chicago or whatever in the 2000s like yeah that's the same thing oh he's just complaining about school yeah that shit's yeah, and, sco- and school still sucks so. yeah just because he was a fucking nerd and liked school you know it doesn't mean the so. wall is bad so you know what, Doug? If you're listening to this, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, come be a guest on the next episode. Is the main Don't listen away. to us. Stop listening right now. Is angry video game nerd. Oh, that's not now. even like a, like AVGN. <laughs> no, it, no, 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 no. It's AVGN versus the irate gamer. First of all, <laughs> AVGN is like a cool guy. He's like nice. He actually like knows about film and like actually shoots his videos well. Even if you don't think they're funny, like you still get something out of them. You know. That's not even like. Yeah, it's yeah. no comparison. But that's the <laughs> that's the point is to have him on and then dunk on him. Yeah. I never had a had a that guy with the glasses phase. Oh. I watched some nostalgia critic videos. Like there was a point in time where I was trying to like go through them all when I was younger, but I just stopped eventually, and I never ventured into anybody else, like uh, Linkara or any or uh, Spoonie or anybody else. Yeah, there I was few good. Yeah, I shamefully was liked the nostalgia critic, but I'm I'm glad because it got me into Lin- Lindsay Ellis, who I still love. She's still amazing. Oh hell yeah! And like Todd in the Shadows, and yeah, Spoonie was funny before he fucking went insane. He's like yeah, you never know. He's super depressed, yeah. suicidal. Yeah, that's some classic internet shit. Yeah, I really like Benzai, the French dude. I don't even remember that. He was just like a really weird guy, but it, it really jived with me. But he did not make a lot of videos, and then he disappeared. Uh, Sounds like a pretty standard weird French dude. But I appreciate it. I'd have to look at that. You might have shown me it. I can't. It sounds vaguely familiar. He has some like really good bits, like really good skits in his like reviews that I think would do better, like mo- like modern day, and if like just the bits by themselves would probably be a lot more popular. But they were kind of like buried in the videos. And it it was just wasn't quite as like as meany of a time. What? Yeah, surrealism has. I, I appreciate the surrealism in memes these days, um, but that has not always been the case. Well, I think we're getting to the end here because we're talking about that guy with the glasses. <laughs> we are. It's a little shameful, but closing arguments. A hundred gex is cool. Led Zeppelin is lame, and for dads. I didn't feel anything listening to Led Zeppelin. I f- I feel things when I listen to a hundred gex. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like, let me just read through my notes here and like, let me, let me just, <laughs> this is the one you s- do notes for. <laughs> we're still, okay. we're still on number one of his notes, by the way. Okay. Yeah. First song, 745. I'm just going to read off some key notes and we'll see. if my we lips grievances. We're nailing them up to the church here, baby. Stark obnoxious. Why so obnoxious? <laughs> Very simple <laughs> idea. <laughs> Random noises. <laughs> Like a dog bark and a siren. <laughs> Money machine. I don't like these lyrics. You don't uh, like, obnoxious... hey, you little piss baby. You think you're so fucking tough, huh? You think you're so fucking cool. You talk a lot of big game for someone with such a small truck. Hey, look at you those arms. Those arms. arms look like little cigarettes. I bet I could smoke them. Money machine was an odd one. I'd call you. I, I didn't initially. I wasn't so sure because Daniel felt like, like he was getting attacked. And then you text me back, and then I'd fucking ghost you. Big boys coming with the big stuff. I feel so clean like a money machine. But then get th- get this. Obnoxious static noise ending lasts 30 seconds. So they f- they fuck up the ending with more like obnoxious noise. Oh my god. 
800 decibel cloud. Intentionally obnoxious noise. I've never heard obnoxious that noise out loud ending. Like that. Why? Why split song into two with obnoxious noise? It goes on too long at the end. You got to see the live version of it. The live version's a lot better. I need help immediately. This was just an, an the entire song was a waste of my time. Okay, but he needs your help, dude. I need help immediately, Owens. I just want to. If, say if you need, I need help, help immediately. <laughs> If you need help immediately, how about you do something that like would actually get me to help you instead of playing a bunch of fucking sound effects that are just annoying. Please do something. Meaningless. I would never stop you. Big ending, but it's a waste. Obnoxious speaker noises interlude halfway through. Speaker noises. It's <laughs> Again, bro- it's broken speaker. It's more broken speaker noises. That's what they intentionally make it sound like that. And I, that's not a good sound. That's like. Oh, we're talking about I need help immediately still? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And I would never stop you. Oh, I would it's, never it's, stop you. It's okay. the bass hunter kind of song, which is it's got oh, a good okay, energy. Yeah. And then halfway through, they interrupt it with like weird broken speaker noises. Did he and get me they... Or was that bass nectar? I got oh, bass nectar got me too. Ringtone is really good, and it has a good evolution all the way through. And like, guess what? It's it's one of my favorite songs on this album because they don't interrupt it with fucking weird ass noises that ruin the flow. I would say one of the better lyrically, one of the better songs too. It, it does a good job of like. Hundred Gex starts off as a huge waste of time, and then it turns into a good song. I won't go too much more into that. But like, why are those two different parts on the same track? Like, give me two separate tracks then, if they're going to be so different. <laughs> Bro, it's like called a beat change. Interrupts good energy with shitty broken speaker noise. The parts of the song that don't sound like shitty broken speaker noise sound better. <laughs> and then Gek to You, a very good song, very groovy, good intro. And then they interrupt it with shitty broken speaker bass line. Obnoxious ending. Could have been better ending. The ending heard it. Those are those are my notes. So if they would stop interrupting their good stuff with like intentionally bad stuff, and I don't think you can just get away with saying like, "Oh, it's, it's art." Not man. intentionally bad. I like it. We like. Yeah, it. Yeah, we like it. I love. I, it. I do like it. I hate and, to. And, you, and plenty of plenty of other people like it too. I, okay, I, here's I the hate, thing. Uh, I do hate to side with Daniel, but I do agree that Led Zeppelin Four is shockingly a better album than another album. Oh so my god! One of the best. Surprisingly, one of the best bands ever came out with an album that's better than a, an album made by another band. But I mean, like, even I, I, I don't want to just say like, oh, Led Zeppelin is like good, therefore I win. But like, Led Zeppelin Four is twice What's as long. What's stopping you? And that's at least how you always substantive. play. It's it's it you know minute per minute. It's at least as substantive as a thousand Gex, if not much more. Though I think much more so. <sighs> And it's twice as long, so they're delivering like twice the ideas. I could just listen to hundred. I could, much information. I could listen to, I could listen okay. to hundred gex twice, and then I have. Led Zeppelin Four does have some ones that kind of like uh, from, fell short for me. I got a big point. Here's my big point: a thousand gex is wholly unique. It's an experience you can't get anywhere else. Led Zeppelin is just another classic rock band. You could listen to ten other classic rock bands. Their albums might not be quite as good as this one, but you'll get the picture. There is no substitute for 100 Gex. They're completely original. Listen, man, I could come I mean, over to your house. That. I can it's come okay, over to your house. No, I got it. Take a minute. 
Take a minute, Daniel. Think All about right, it. I'm going to think this one through. All right. Think about it. I mean, I would say part of that is just like by the virtue of, you know, what thousand gecks came out in 2019. Um, so it needs some time, like retrospectively, to see if that continues to be the case. Because in 1971, I'm sure you could say that about Led Zeppelin IV, uh, that it was relatively unprecedented. I don't know about that. I mean, you still had the Beatles the to put out albums like that, the Stones. I think uh, the Stones are much more comparable. The Stones, yeah, the Stones are pretty, are much more comparable. So my right. point, or can we get to my point? Sure, go ahead. So my point is, I will come over to your house and I will kick you straight in the dick. <laughs> Like, but nobody else can kick you in the dick the same way I can. Therefore, I win, right? Does that does at, that make at kicking people in the dick? Yeah. Okay, I guess that's a really that's your best analogy for this. No, no one can kick you in the dick like I can. I like how is that? It's not. It's unique, but maybe it's unique for a reason. You know that doesn't. You you know, not a lot of people. Unique doesn't translate to good, sure. I, I get that. I buy that argument. Okay, by the time Led Zeppelin 4 came out, there was already shit like in the court of the Crimson King, all right? I would way rather listen to that than Led Zeppelin 4. But that doesn't mean that Led Zeppelin 4 is an inferior album to Gex. But it it's is. Like I, I, like I, you have to give me a reason to want to like listen to your song. Again, you can, it's totally subjective and you can just say like no art can be as abrasive as it wants and that's like that's technically true but if you want me as like either a consumer to buy your album or even just as an audience member to like appreciate your art like you you can't just be intentionally obtuse or if you are then that's like hey man that's actually like a point i can i can you know, knock you for am i wrong in thinking that I don't know why Daniel likes Led Zeppelin because all he said is that he likes to put it on while he's driving and close his eyes, which is dangerous, and autistically imagine <laughs> uh, the music videos in his head. Uh, I haven't heard I any like reasons. He, he, does, he has talked more about how much he dislikes A Thousand yeah, Years and how he's well, liked Led Zeppelin 4, but my... he has explained that you know, Led Zeppelin 4 is like a very well put together, You know, every note is where it should be, all that stuff. Which yeah, like, I don't, that that, yeah. that doesn't mean any. That's just fluff words. Oh, bro. I mean, that means anything you say is also fluff. I would say that a couple a couple things on like the re-listen of Led Zeppelin four fell a bit short to me. Like the more rock and roll songs, yeah. Um, like, obviously, like rock and roll uh, and and Black Dog do have a little bit of the like you know generic rock feeling. Um, a lot of the slower cuts when the levee breaks, Battle of Evermore. Um, which one was I looking at? War Sticks is a pretty good one. That's a little bit uh, higher tempo. What a deep song! Um, it's named after how many sticks John Bonham had when he when they recorded the song. Is it really? Uh, the title reflects drummer John Bonham's performance with two sets of drumsticks totaling four. Yeah. I mean that's song worthy, <laughs> you know. Y you know what they deliver? Then they like they set you up and then they deliver. He's got four sticks. All right. 500 years from now, which album are, are, are aliens actually going to want to listen to? They're going to want to listen to the human phenomenon. They're of... going to look at it and they're going to be like, oh, this song's called Black Dog. I bet it's about a dog. And then they'll listen to it and they'll be like, what the fuck was this shit? This wasn't we'll about see. a dog at all. And that's the first song. They already turned it off. Yeah. I mean, historically, okay. Led Zeppelin IV has already you know, been around for 50 years and it's still 
I don't know, reasonably popular. It's um, been has it been fifty years? Holy shit, dude! More? No, it came out in seventy one. That was fifty years ago, right? Oh, it's twenty twenty one. What depends on the date, but yeah. Well, yeah, this in in November it will be fifty years. Jesus Christ! I remember when the seventies was like twenty years ago. You know, dude, in November oh. everything's gonna be. Here's the thing: if we make a Led Zeppelin cover band, we will get laid. <laughs> um, I think you're the only one here who's not getting laid. <laughs> by by diseased uh thirty year olds maybe because we're not in a Led Zeppelin band if if we were then I would be getting laid who what who is like swooning over a Led Zeppelin cover band like are you talking about like fifty year old women I, I'm talking about that, um, like I'm talking about artists. being a fucking badass who isn't a little bitch like you who's not afraid to like get on stage and just fucking. <laughs> kick ass and rock just dude rock you gotta look up 100 gex like performing they fucking rock all right listen how many your your dad uh, like undoubtedly got laid because of led zeppelin <laughs> probably at a led zeppelin concert like this is uh, I you mean, know yeah probably uh, that's neither here nor there yeah that might not be the best the best <laughs> I think, I, again, Rob, I think still, Rob was still... conceived at a Led Zeppelin concert. I was going to say, that might have been the impetus of your you, existence. You, you owe them a Zeppelin, huge debt of gratitude. Led Zeppelin you broke up life debt. like 12 years before I was born. Like more than like 13 years. Yeah, John Bonham died in 1980. Rest in peace. Yeah. Well, it might have been playing when, you know, he was doing the deed. He was definitely thinking about Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I probably, he was like, you know what? I wish I was a little Led Zeppelin. He was like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of over this. It's been a long time since I rock that. and rolled. Yeah, he was, he was like, that. he was like, guess, uh, all right, time to go listen to Le Loop Zoop now. Now we'll I know if my dad actually to Led Zeppelin listens for to a lot easier than I could to 1000 Gex. 1000 Gex doesn't really sound like a... You couldn't yeah, keep a, you couldn't keep a tempo because they keep interrupting the feel to it. Oh my god! Oh man, it's typical. How are you gonna get off? Get 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 get. How is that getting you? Typical cis hat white male. All he wants to talk about is how it'll get him late or whatever. I mean, only because it's true. That that was a very ancillary point, but it was. I already made a bunch of other good points. I already won this one. Now I'm just slam dunking. That it's fucking rock and roll, and you gotta rock to roll, bro, and it fucking kicks ass, and you're okay. Andre, you know. who won? You're the judge. Well, who won the debate, or like which one am I like side? Which album? <laughs> yeah, who do, do you prefer? side with, Andre? Who won? I, I prefer like Led Zeppelin four, but that's almost in spite of. That's me personally. That's almost in spite of Daniel's arguments. I would well, say... yeah. Who won the debate though? No, no, uh... no, no, no. Which do you feel? <laughs> Is the better album? That's what we're debating. No, here. he's supposed to be the judge based on how we debate. He's supposed to be impartial <laughs> or as close as he can be. That's the whole point, right? Look, Grayson came into the first episode with his own preconceived notions. It's part of the game. There's no way he can he can wipe his memory and be like. But he still picked on based on who argued more. You argued better in that case. And you did not. You didn't say a single damn thing that like detracted. I said a bunch of things, man. Yeah, I mean, I said stocks are poo poo. Okay, who won the debate? Yeah. Both sides made good arguments, so I'll give you that. But I would say, 
the Gex side made had a slightly better overall. No, yeah, did. boy. <laughs> also, it's two to one. Thanks. So yeah. they're ten percent better, but there's two of them. Two to oh, one, don't boy. matter. We were it two to does. one on the stocks one. You still won that one. Yeah, that was a gimme. Oh, oh now that, it was uh, a gimme. Okay. Now it's a gimme. He's literally saying He's literally saying Led Zeppelin is the better album. That's what we're debating. But that wasn't because of your arguments. That was very much independent of that. No, because we win the debate. I, I they did, I that, like, they the did streak, not. The streak is over. This is like the Undertaker. He lost. He's the first lost time. before. No, I have it was, not. It was the rest. He of lost subs, oh, dubs. He lost movie theater. I would argue he lost Cartoon Network. Nickelodeon. I think he's he's on the losing streak now. Yeah. Not at all. And he, literally, he said the album was better. So I don't know that, what that you're talking matter. about. Um, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised by how much I liked 1000 Gex. Um, oh, yeah. I, like I said, not a big fan of pop music, but I'm glad that this is popular. Like I said, it's very vindicating of Wayne. If you haven't listened to Wayne, they're a great band. Listen to them. Um, ultimately, I'm like a little lukewarm on both these albums. Go listen to Downward Spiral. I don't know which the fuck you're even talking about because we already said we're coming from a place of like you gotta dethrone the Zep, and they I just they never did that. They never did that. They never I did a thing that. that actually. We did not agree. I told you that's bullshit. You don't get to say, oh, oh I'm. Well, you the, have to argue against England? me. Who's the Queen of England? Oh, it's it's. I say it's someone else, so I'm right <sighs> because my opinion. I, I wouldn't blah, blah. say this is the burden of proof argument where we have like a pro and a con. Um, I think right. both sides can, you know, just that's make how the first argument. episode went. Well, that's not how like every debate. <laughs> that's not how every debate. I, I agree with that. Uh, also, both members of 100 Gex went to school for audio engineering. I don't think any of the Led Zeppelin guys went to college. And they still delivered a better sound? Whoa. They were entirely self-taught. You had to pick up that instrument and figure it the fuck. I just don't understand how I can say, like, okay, all these noises, like, all these sound effects are getting obnoxious. And then you come and you're like, oh, but they argued better. They didn't say a single damn thing that makes you me didn't say anything for effect. Led Zeppelin though. You, you All didn't you say said was that's, here. That's you, have, you have to argue. You have. I'm the king, so you have to argue you didn't against even give me. A chance. We started talking about Led Zeppelin, and then we just said, "Oh, it's over." That's, what that's do you mean biggest... we just give you a chance? We give you plenty like, of time, like and you yeah, you, you chose the art. <laughs> you all you wanted to talk about was Gex. That was your yeah, choice. You went you went very pro on attacking how, Gex. How Gex was not as because Gex is not as substantive as fucking zip but oh, you didn't yes, give any right. reasons why you've been you arguing said, for like an hour and 40 minutes man it's zip over is good because they are good in the king of rock that was you when you're driving in your car with the windows down well no 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 no. hold on i, I agree with like daniel's good points about led zeppelin i just more disagree and he spent more time attacking gex than he did on zeppelin and i disagree with his attacks for itself i disagree with some of his attacks no. on... uh... Sure, I guess. So I'm right. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Daniel loses. Thanks for listening. That's the end of this episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Oh, fuck, I should have did this Help. at the beginning, huh? Just put it at the beginning. Fuck it. What is what is our at three boomercast? 
Uh, you're the one who made it. We have a, a fan Discord channel. How do you how do you make a Discord channel public? Like, how do people do they have to get an invite? How does that work? I think you can uh, post the link. Someone can click the link. All right, we'll post the invite link. You can come play. You can tell us how to use the computer. Good. <laughs> yeah. Because clearly we can't. Thanks for listening. That's the end. We did it. Bye-bye. Thanks.